some Shock Top Belgian White, Complicate Your Life with Violence by L. Orange, and a good old breakfast burger. Beats and Eats the podcast, and we have reached. Um, man, well, hold on a second. I am old head Ed. This is Bruce Beats and Eats the podcast, and it's a momentous occasion. It's a glorious occasion. Something that I, I knew would come eventually. Um, if I continue to push on with this uh, this project here, this hobby, which is kind of taking a life of its own in a sense, um, this is the one year anniversary of Bruce Beats and Eats the podcast. Yes, yes, um, and and in and in thinking, in thinking um, to myself, what would I want to do for one year? It's a lot of pressure. Um, this is the calendar year episode, not necessarily the fifty-second episode, um, but at the same time, I figured it is the calendar year, so let's move with it. And I was thinking, what can I do? What kind of what guests should I have? And if anybody remembers, for those who have been listening since the beginning. My very first guest was not of age at that point yet, uh, so he wasn't able to partake in drinking beers. One year later means one year older, so it was only right for me to bring back that guest so we could do this show properly. And that guest is none other than, are you still going by Venora Kai? It's Seo now, but the first part remains the same. It's still Venora. I just cut it right. Venora Seo, Xavier, <laughs> the apotheosized one. Is that still a thing? Uh, no, but I'll gladly take it. Okay, go, go, go. Yeah, this is this is the man who helped me. Uh, this is this is the young man who helped me set it all off. Uh, who helped me get this in motion with uh, with by being the willing participant of uh, of the episode. So, uh, the first episode. So. You're back. Uh, I am the original guinea pig for this little experiment. Uh, I'm glad to say I survived the testing stages and I was let back out into the wild. No uh, repercussions yes. to my knowledge. No long-term side effects. None recorded. We're still in, uh, speaking of side effects, we're still in the midst of a, of a pandemic. Um, but like I said in the last episode, we got to push on. Um, so that's exactly what we're here to do. Yes, in terms of... Uh, Social distancing and all that. Um, we're family. Whatever we have, it stays between us. <laughs> yes. And uh, just a little forewarning to anyone out there, unless you have essential work, always remember, T-Y-P-A-I-T-H. Do you know what that means? <laughs> Take your punk ass inside Take your the punk house. ass in the house. <laughs> That's what you do. Yeah. Don't go out if you don't have to. That's yes. all I got to say. Hold down that. the fort. Enjoy the streaming services. Wash your hands. Like my man Trez says, don't touch your face. Don't touch it. And, uh, and so on and so forth. I'm sure you guys have heard all the me- uh, read all the memes, heard all the parody raps, 
Um, you know what? Yeah, there is. There is. There's the ten. It was what is the ten Corona commandments? Yeah, look that up. Look that up if you get a chance. But um. Yeah, so this is it. This is the big 100 episode. Um, at the very beginning of the episode, uh, shouts to Mr. Chef VOA, Mr. VOA, Visions of Art. Uh, he, he dropped he dropped a, a, a dope little voicemail saluting the uh, the podcast and, and sending his greetings and whatnot. So shouts to you. Uh, we're going to drop those in throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you're going to hear from a lot of the past guests. Um I'm hearing from them for the first time as we're doing this, so it'll be entertaining to hear what they have to say. Hopefully, it's it's all decent, you know. Oh, wait, you haven't pre-listened to? Oh no, no, no. We, we can't, we're doing live. Um, yeah, we're listening to it all back uh, from the get-go uh, for the first time. So everybody, so we all get the same um, reaction, I guess. We'll all hear it for the first time. Oh boy, the the podcast has come a lot of way, man. A long, a long ways. Pot, I, I still can't talk. That has not changed. I still have difficulty with the English language, and uh, and uh, and iterating, iterating words. Yeah, iterating words, articulating, uh, articulating words. Yeah, there's many ways to go about it. Correct. I I would like to think I'm the master, but even then, I can't see. I have a, I have a, I have a piece of paper that says that I know how to English. Yes, and I that's still right. Don't. Okay, so let's go there. Um, last time we spoke, oh, you yeah. were in the midst of your final year. That's right. Of college. Now you are a college graduate. Woohoo! College so, graduate. Nowhere near as eventful as the graduate movie would make it uh, seem. See? Exactly. So there's there's <laughs> there's uh there's falsehoods in movies. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Um, but now you're you're a graduate. You have a certificate now, so that's that's the big. Ch- that's one of the big changes. It's one of the big changes. That's a nice. Okay. Way okay. How was that? Uh, how was the uh, final year experience for you? Uh, it was more of the same since last time. I still had to go to work at my uh, now former employments at. Uh, I now talk about it. Dairy Queen Grill and Shell. Uh-huh. Uh, less said about that, the better. Um, okay. Let's see. Finishing up with roommates for the time being. And just uh, getting the last bit of uh, slight freedom with less worry about responsibility that is now slowly being dumped on me six months later. Yes, yes. Actually, almost a little more than six months. A little more than six months. Yeah, those those are payments. That's the one thing that for sure would be waiting for you on the other side of of the college experience is all the uh, responsibilities financially. yeah, that's that's always something that's that's okay. looming in the dark, waiting to pounce. It never ends. And it never it ends. Never it ends. never ends. That's for sure. That's for sure. You're a registered driver now. I am a re- oh registered. Passed my test. Four points away from failing on my first try. <laughs> now I, I don't know if that inspires much confidence, but apparently some of my friends who were driving me around told me, yeah, as soon as I got my license, I was one point away from failing. I'm like, why did I ever get in your car? Wow. wow. <laughs> Revelations. Oh, oh. But I think that has no bearing on my current driving today. I use my turn signal, and I think that's the most important thing when it comes to driving besides turning the car on. In a world where cars come equipped with turn signals, oh, man. there comes South Florida traffic where nobody chooses to use. It's it's literally just you flick this. I, I don't know if anyone yeah. listening does or doesn't. Just take... Look at your car steering wheel. If you're, if you're listening to this while you're driving, look at your steering wheel. There's a little nub on the left side. Just smack it up and down. Do whatever right, you want with it. Or the right, depending on the make of the vehicle. But it's there. Yeah, it's, it's definitely there. there. It's, just keep messing with it. You'll see lights flashing, noises happening. That means it's working. Please use go. it. Thank there you. There you go. 
All right, cool, cool. Um, hey, let's let's uh, get into another one of these uh, these voicemails because I'm kind of excited to see what else we got going on here. So uh, let's check this out. Let's hit that next one up. I want to give a shout out to Bruce B. Denise, one anniversary, yo. This is my production. Direct, behind the scenes and in the scenes. Yep, I'm solid. Yo, one love, Ed. Keep it up with the, with the positivity and, and the spread of knowledge of fears and life and hip hop, yo. Rock production. Yo, and shout out to you, Rod. Thanks again. Uh, one of the the first, one of the early guests, if I, my memory serves me correct, the second guest on the uh, on the illustrious podcast. If I could borrow that term from another podcast, um, yeah, man. Shouts to you. I appreciate the love for sure, man. I'm I'm trying. I'm trying to. Uh, to continue uh, spreading some form of knowledge, hopefully through my guests and all that they know um, when it comes to beer, music, and food. So dope, for sure, for sure. Um, early on, that brings back memories. Oh, dear. Yeah. I mean, who would have thought it would have been, I don't know, I'm going to say 40-something episodes later. That was like the third recording space you've had? Like, like, let's see, that was the first one. He was the second, actually. The second? Okay. He, he was the second. And that was second how many recording spaces ago? Uh, I'd say 40. 40. <laughs> I'd, say, I'd say 40. It's a traveling podcast, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But um, back to you. Um, so now, registered driver, uh, working man, paying bills. Um, what, what's, what's the next focus? Uh, the next focus right now is uh, stocking up as much as possible, putting as much aside for any uh, future purchases. Uh, right now, looking to be out and living on my own for the first, not the first time, but once again, under more of my own two feet than uh, mm. help from outside sources. Okay. It's kind of something I've been wanting to do, get myself some more space, kind of really be branching out there. Okay. And uh, we're just taking it one day at a time at this rate. Uh, some wrenches in the plans, but we're going to keep going with it. Okay, for sure, for yeah, sure. It all manifests itself. Um, what's what's new in the, uh, in the streaming world? Uh, I know we were talking talked a lot about twitch last time you were here yes yeah, so when it comes to streaming uh it is first of all the actual stream itself has changed quite a bit i finally got some new stuff added to it some little um what's that, bells and whistles okay to the stream so to make it more of a better experience for the viewers i've added some things you know to get people more involved in it um although the frequency of it is fluctuating due to the fact of being working as much as I am now, spending more time on other things. And actually, I've branched out into doing a little more video editing. I know okay. last time I talked, I talked about how I stopped The struggles doing, because yes, the I amount stopped, of work you put in. I stopped doing YouTube videos because I was doing 5 to 10 minute videos and trying to do the absolute most... With the most little amount of knowledge, if I can mm -hmm. try and make that make sense in some way. Just follow me here, people. Yeah. And so what I realized is that I kind of used Instagram the most, and they had uh, had their IGTV feature. So I can post longer than one-minute videos. And so what I've been doing now with the times that I can stream is take little bits from it. It kind of has like little highlights, like no more than three-minute videos. It's much easier to manage, and mm -hmm. I'm not doing as much editing with them. I just take the clip, play it, whatever, 10 seconds of it, move to the next one. It's so much quicker, and the more I've been doing it, it is so much easier to do. So I kind of have a nice little medium of doing streaming and posting up highlights of my streams. Okay. So it's a better little balance of what I can do with that. Yeah, and it's, uh, like you said, with the limited amount of time you have to do streaming... <laughs> 
it it benefits that you kind of found a way to to make it as smooth as possible from actually playing to actually posting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically if I know I'm not going to be streaming for a while, I have a bunch of clip videos saved up that I can be released so that you're not missing out on anything. Or if you miss out on a stream and you want to catch on some things that happen, that's a quick, much easier way to digest a possibly three to four hour stream shortened down to three to four minutes. Okay, okay. Uh, what, what are you playing right now? Uh, right now I am playing Assassin's Creed 2. I am near the end of it, and all of the parkour, mindless murdering of innocent civilians as I try to chase down the criminals, and ooh, lots of mistranslations from Italian to, uh, yeah, no, it's Latin, is it, uh, 1400s? Yeah. Is it Italian? Latin. Latin. It's one of the two. That shows how much history I know. I'm an English major. That's the only language I know. (laughs) And from that, and uh, just re-experiencing the game, because it's been a while since I played it, and mm-hmm. being able to share my experiences on Twitch, and just like noticing all the small things that I didn't before, and having an audience to share it with, has made it that much better. I also recently finished a Pokemon. It's quite a mood whiplash from Assassin's Creed, I know, but I play all <laughs> yeah, sorts right. of things. That's a sharp left. Yes, you know, from historically accurate, you know, some very deep, intense thought of how our world is shaped today to a 10-year-old boy traveling around with literal 20-foot monsters battling other people and stealing money. There you go. You're actually not that different, now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah, it's just the age difference. That, I think that's... One of those is more colorful than the other. And that too. And that too. Are you, st- are you knocking down innocent bystanders while running through this town looking uh, no, for... Uh... No innocent bystanders are knocked down in Pokemon. Okay. Thankfully. It's just a 10-year-old boy. He doesn't. He's not big enough to do any of that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> are, there, uh, are there any games you're looking forward to getting into in the near future? Mm, there's a few that have crossed my mind. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Now, Final Fantasy VII was originally released on the PS1, I want to say late 90s, early 2000s. I've never experienced that. However, I've played other Final Fantasy games, and now they've done a complete remake of the game from the ground up, and it'll be my first experience with it. Um, so that's a nice little thing that I know uh, some of the older folk will uh, appreciate that is getting uh, another shine. Yeah, or at least today. recognize. Like, thought, yes, yeah. that's a good way of putting it. Uh, let's see that. Um, Doom Eternal. I have the remake Doom on PS4. It's another game actually, I surprisingly have a good memory of. It was... I forgot whose house it was, but I remember it was oh, someone we don't talk to anywhere, I don't think. Okay. And I remember some days we were over there, I was bored, and I think his dad, like the granddad there, would let me play on his computer. He would let me play Doom on his computer. Okay. Doom original on the PC. Now, I was, had to have been like five or something at the time. Okay. This and it's strange. Some things I remember versus others. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't remember anything else about this place. All I know is that I played Doom one time and i was just you know okay like hey there's just monsters everywhere let's shoot them and i loved it so much and so now uh, doom eternal a sequel to the remake that came out i think two years ago that's another one i want to get my hands on and the last one again a lot of these tonal shifts with what i play it's called animal crossing and the best way i can explain it is that (laughs) you get posted into this cute little village area with a bunch of animals and you have to live your life while paying your debts to a greedy raccoon and it's kind of like real life but instead there's cute animals and stuff so it makes it that much better I, that's the best way I can explain it to people. <laughs> so the uh, so the raccoon got typecast as the landlord. <laughs> Pretty much the landlord, or, or the bank, the, the bank. everything that you could possibly owe your debts owe your to. Money to. 
Tom the Nook. Mobster. Tom yeah. Nook. That's his name. You shall remember it. <laughs> Tom Nook. <laughs> this is for anyone that doesn't know anything. It's like, what in the hell is this kid talking about? Hell, uh, yeah. damn video games. <laughs> well, it'll make you a lot more relatable to your kids if you're if you're above a certain age and you don't know what he's talking about. At least you could turn around and tell your kids, and they might understand. If what you're you saying. want your kids to understand the realities of being a grown up. Have them play Animal Crossing. They have to That's manage. A good place to start. They have to manage debts. They owe almost ninety percent of their time playing the game is hobbies and jobs, just so that they can pay off their massive debts, only to get new debts because they want shinier things. Isn't that pretty much what life is? Yeah, this is America. This is America. <laughs> Don't catch you slipping up. That, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Look what I'm whipping up. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, you, you pretty much broke it down there. So uh, that's that sounds a lot like like adulting, and uh, it's in a it's in a, in a smaller scale form where kids are learning that. It's so. a smaller scale form of adulting where you play that game to avoid adulting by playing a game about adulting. It's it's genius. With that, <laughs> I say we get into a couple more voicemails. So. Uh, Let's see who else got something to say, who else called up, and we'll get back to this conversation. We'll get back to this. Yo, Wagwan Massive, you don't know say, it's the East Coast Lion of Kansas King. I want to big up Bruce, Beast, and King, especially the hostess of the Moses, Old Head Ed. You don't know say, congratulations on your one-year anniversary. I wish you more blessings and much more prosperities, and may the podcast go way up in the air. Yo. Boom. Hey guys, David with uh, Winwood Brewing Company here, missionary here. Just want to shout out to Bruce Beatsonese, to Old Head Ed. Um, this is Coronavirus Chronicles, day four of self-quarantine. Uh, tough times out there. It's times where as people we need to get together, but not physically support each other, but at a distance. You know, we're doing the best we can at the end of the day. I'm just going to have a beer because what can you do? But the podcast is awesome. It's important. I mean, I think Ed got a great approach to it. You know, it's a real life approach. It's not pretentious. You know, I learned a lot about music when I was on with him. You know, I talked a little bit about beer and about food, and it's all things that we enjoy and what makes us human is doing what we love to do. So nothing but love, um, you know, and cheers to you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Yes, definitely. Um, that's good to hear from both uh, Conscious Kings, my man Chun, my name, my man, not Chun, my man Poon. I, I don't know, I'm calling him, I'm not used to calling him Poon, so the name doesn't pop up. But that's Colin from Conscious Kings, the East Coast Lion, uh, one half of the Conscious Kings Collective. If you guys are looking for reggae-inspired clothing, make sure you check out ConsciousKings.com. Um, got all, everything you need is there, man, from clothing to... Um, just uh what else they got they got clothing beach towels um sandals i guess that's part of clothing too yeah you know they got, they got an extensive catalog out there also um shouts to dave man dave with winwood brewing one of the original brewmasters out there that was definite that was my first brewery the first person i interviewed from a brewery which was a goal within the first year I wanted to get someone who knew something about beer. Yeah, uh, how did you landed that so quickly? That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. I guess I don't want to say it's persistence. It's just taking the chance. That's what it was. It was all about taking a chance and approaching someone and and approaching them in a manner where it's like you know you you're being as welcoming as possible and and it worked out. Um, 
definitely, like I said, like we mentioned earlier, in the midst of uh, people doing self-quarantining and, and the uncertainty of what's going on and when we're going to return to some normalcy, um, yeah, man, it's always good to either enjoy a podcast, enjoy a beer, you know, you do the things that you, you normally do, but just in a, in a more... Uh, in a more secluded state or with less people around, 10 yeah, people or less, I guess. Take your time to meditate now. Yeah, exactly. Pick up the pick up habits that you never, not habits, pick up hobbies. You don't want to pick up any habit, at least that <laughs> one. Pick up, no, no, but there's good habits. You can definitely meditate. That's a good habit. Clean your room. Clean your room. That's a good habit. Yeah. You might as well. Not, especially nowadays, you have to clean everything. Twice. Oh, yeah, like spray, disinfectant. If you touched something, a surface more than once, clean that down. If, if you mean, look at something too long, you might need to sanitize it. Exactly. Yeah. Because now we're, we're still trying to figure out how long... The coronavirus lives on certain surfaces, or you mm-hmm. know, so, it, so it's wild. It's, it's definitely wild. But I'm, I was, I'm definitely glad to hear from both, both you brothers, uh, both y'all fellas. You guys make sure. Um, the oh, the other thing, one of the other things that coronavirus put to a halt was, it, it all falls in line. The week that the NBA season was, oh! <laughs> I'm gonna say postponed. I'm gonna say postponed. You can hear the grief. I'm going to say postponed because we know it's canceled, but as of, as of right now, um, you know, most Ticketmaster and SeatGeek and all them think it's, ah, oh, no, no, it's going to come back, and then that's when we'll we'll get you your seats back. But uh, I don't know if that's going to happen. But anyway, the reason I bring that up is because that same week, um, they were dropping, Winwood Brewing was dropping, um, was canning, was start, starting to can, production on canning of the their Magic City Pale Ale, mm-hmm. which, while I was interviewing Dave there, I learned that that's my favorite beer over there. Oh. So I was really excited, um, you know, beforehand, before this whole thing went into effect with the pandemic, um, I was looking forward to taking a trip down to watch the Heat and Knicks game and and leaving early enough to stop by Wynwood, say what's up to Dave, you know, have a couple Magic Cities and then, you know, and continue on with the festivities. So, of course. That's put on hold. Yeah. I mean, things still continue to, to happen. They are um, selling the cans at the location mm-hmm. um, down in Wynwood. So if you get out to Wynwood Brewing, get out there, tell them you want to try that Magic City and then walk away. Oh, actually, I don't even think you try things anymore because they're not allowing people inside as curbside Probably pickup. Yeah. Take a chance. If you like pale ales, take a chance. Tell them you want a six-pack of that Magic City. Try that out. Tell them uh, Ed sent you. It'll, it'll be there. It'll be there. It'll well be there. This. For sure. For sure. God, that NBA season canceled. Yeah, I know, man. That's something else. It's uh... We're going to watch the Miami Heat. The surging Miami Heat, by the way. No one expected this to happen. Beat my dad's Knicks. One more time for the season. I would argue at this point, but that's most likely what would have happened. Yeah, because you see how early, he was like, yeah, we're going to go there, and then we're going to leave and catch it, because he knew we're not going to stay for the whole thing. We know what's going to happen. He said, four, fourth quarter, middle of the fourth quarter, it's wrapped. He, he felt it in his bones. Felt it in his bones. I felt it in my bones. I was bragging at work how I was going to go see the Heat game. And then this happened. And then this happens. And this happened. Yeah. But it will come back. They, they, there's too much money they lost. They will come back. Yeah. No, they got to they gotta find a way to bounce back. Whether I'm just interested in seeing whether it becomes an... Uh, a situation where they pick up where they left off, which would, depending on how long this takes, you might end up seeing a basketball season that goes into the summer. The summer, yeah, late July, August. Um, the which I guess coincides with the fact that the Olympics are canceled. The Olympics, not yeah. that there, not that there was a lot of mainstay 
players that were participating in the Olympic Games anyway, but... I will say that my knowledge of things related to the Olympics go to Simone Biles, Michael Phelps, and that one Australian guy who made commentary of some kid's failed dive. That's the extent of my Olympics knowledge. Oh, okay. But it is always sad to know that things are getting canceled, especially the Olympics, because usually Olympics don't get... Uh, hold off until like war times. Yeah, yeah. So true. the fact that this is serious enough, they have to push it a whole year. Yeah. Mm. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. You hate to hear it. We're not gonna see it. You're not gonna see it. You, <laughs> you hate, hate to hear the news. <laughs> you hate to not see it. Hate to not see it. Sure. <laughs> this is me completely sober, by the way. Yes. You know what? I think it's time we change that. You know, oh, oh dear. What a better segue than to tell you guys: sit tight. It's Bruce Beast and Eats. We're going to get into the bruise portion of the podcast, and it's going to be interesting. Long over. Hey, what up, man? Art. Herrera. I hope you're doing all right, man. It's a ghost town over here. Am I part of town? I said in a, in a song uh, that I like the streets when they're empty. Damn, this is a pretty empty neighborhood right now. It's kind of eerie. But not being stuck in traffic all the time, not bad. Hey, take care of yourself, man. Peace. Bruce Beats and Eats, the podcast, the anniversary show. We've got X back with us, yeah, the Nora yeah. Back in the house, and uh, amongst all the other changes as far as now, he's a college graduate. He's a uh, uh, responsible member of society, paying bills, driving, owning a vehicle. Mm. The one, oh, and now 21. Now 21. Now that introduces a whole other aspect to this interview. Yes. Because last year, you weren't 21. Oh, yeah, those were the root beers and ginger ales. Yes. Bruising ales. Yes. How was that experience for you? That was um, that was pretty good. Uh, minus, I think it was whatever ginger ale, the ginger thing, ale, whatever one that was, one was. That was pretty. The ginger beer, probably something. Pretty not good. Uh, two out of ten would not recommend. Okay, but uh, now we're getting to the real deal. There's no longer the baby version. Yes. Yeah, so now well, I, I can't say baby version because some people just don't drink alcohol for reasons. But yes, and they're not. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> yeah. I'll go with that. Uh, let's, 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 let's keep things real here. So we are gonna have him try beers. For the first time on this podcast, mm-hmm. he is of age, so now, and this is a law-abiding podcast, so uh, we're going to get into these brews. Alright, so how, how do I... Is there supposed to be like a waft I'm supposed to get from this? Um, well, some people... Check for a fragrance. Check for fragrance. Let's get a little bit of this waft here. Okay. Some people do check for a fragrance. I don't smell anything. Okay. My nose is clogged. <laughs> yeah, congestion could play a, could play a role in it. Um, but before you get into that... I'm going to let everybody know that this beer, the first beer we're going to choose. Okay, for those of you who don't know, um, you probably have heard this show before. And you know that my guest tries four different beers, which I provide for them. Mm-hmm. They sample each one. They give us their thoughts on them. And at the end, kind of do a ranking system or, or their uh, opinion on which one was the best. Right down to which one was the least favorite. I don't want to say the worst because some beers just aren't meant for some people. Yeah. So with that, let's get into the first beer. Like I said, I already poured it. This is Henry Hotspurs, and I think I'm saying that right. Hotspurs. 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 Like a spur that's hot. 
Henry Hotspur's hard pressed for cider. The big dog's pressed. He's yeah. pressed. He pressed for cider. He's pressed. He's hard pressed for he's cider. He's hard pressed for cider. Damn, I'm cider. This is very bubbly. Oh, dear. All right, all right. How, what, what are you feeling right now before you get into it? Like uh, cider. Um, this is definitely going to be. This looks more like a soda. I'm not going to lie to you. This okay. is very carbonated. Okay. And if it's a cider with uh, there's an apple on there, so I'm hoping this tastes like. Apple juice, but with alcohol. I don't think it's gonna taste like that. Uh, ooh, this is a pretty big glass too. You, this, this is what you serve everyone. That is, yeah, that's your typical. I think four ounce glass. Like I said, this is a sample. You could taste it. If you enjoyed, you could finish it. If not, you right. could just collect enough data to give you <laughs> give us your uh, your information on it. So go ahead. Let's see how this goes. All right. So uh, Henry Hotspur's hard pressed for cider comes in at a five point four ABV. It's a cider. Mm. Okay, and its uh, description is dry with strong ginger root flavor. Which, <laughs> if we were talking about not having a good experience with ginger before, well, I can say this is definitely different from that. Okay, mm. thoroughly enjoying it. I could tell. Mm. Wow, that that ended. Yeah, no, that, that was, was actually that was actually really good. It, it, surprisingly enough, it tasted kind of like hybrid. Like they're definitely the apple, but it's like. Oh my god, I'm just like stumbling over everything right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna sit I was from just, now on. I was thoroughly surprised by that. Because okay. it wasn't as harsh as other beers I've drinking at this point. Like that was really smooth. Okay. Really smooth. Nice little tingle right there. I kinda had the hints of ginger in there, but it wasn't enough where like I had to pucker up for it. Like I it was you. that was comfortable. I like that. Okay. That was nice. Okay. Not bad. I, not I, I bad. I give that a a solid 7 out of 11 gulps. Not a bad 7 out of 11 gulps. 7 out of 11 gulps. That's my ranking system. Okay. Cool. It goes not, to 11 because 10's not enough sometimes. Yes. That's for sure. You don't quite capture yeah. your feeling for something when you stop at 10. 10 is just a 1 and a 0. What if I want another 1 there? Throw another 1 on it. Okay. So typically... <laughs> now this is going to be entertaining <laughs> because typically at this point I ask my guests... About their earliest beer memories. I can tell you about two days ago. <laughs> Which I was going to say. I don't know how well it plays into things considering that you're right now creating these memories. Yes. Although, I will say, if I can relate this to some sort of memory. Uh, oh, excuse me. That's going to happen quite a bit, isn't it? If you down them like that, yeah. <laughs> Might want to go with just a sip here. Or there? And I say, hey, listen, it was good enough to warrant a downage. Yes. yes. Is that a word? I'm making it a word. It's official. Yes. No, definitely. This is a. This is kind of like this feeling I get where it's like, okay, whenever you drink apple juice, like, I know as a kid, maybe because I've always dreamed of being an alcoholic, maybe, I don't know how you interpret this, I would always shake the apple juice to make it look like it was beer, and me and my friends would do the same. <sighs> So we're like, we want to pretend to be adults with none of the responsibilities. And so yeah. one of our things we did was just take the apple juice, shake it. I'm not the only one. I Please tell me I'm not the only one that did this. Take the apple juice, shake it, then pour it into the cup. It had that nice foam at the top. Uh, yeah, so I built some sort of a head at the top of the glass. I got Pretty you. much. So while this still tasted mostly like apple juice, it still had that hint. But now I don't have to vigorously shake the bottle for it. Uh, there you go. That's the memory I can relate to this. Okay. We're going to make it happen. That's it. <laughs> well, we know what we're also going to make happen. We're going to get into the second beer. Oh, second one. The second beer. They never end. No. This second beer is actually uh, from Trader Joe's Brewing Company. 
They have a brewing company too? Apparently. <laughs> what doesn't Trader Joe's have? Right. Toilet paper. <laughs> um, no, seriously, they, they just don't sell paper oh, products okay. there. It's just... <laughs> I want to say, did they ever have No, they, okay. they, just, they don't sell paper oh, products. All right, you got But uh, this beer is from Trader Joe's Brewing Company. It's more it's, golden. It's their uh, Joseph's Brow Pilsner. It's a Czech-style lager. Okay. Write the check. Um, <laughs> it's a Bohemian Pilsner. I like Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. Does that count yes, for anything? Sure. It does. All right. I think so. Uh, clocks in at a 5.4 ABV. It's brewed in California. Oh, this one's definitely going to be harsh. And it's found year-round. Yeah, this one's definitely going to be harsh, I can tell. Let, yeah, let me know what you think. Oh, here we go. Mmm. Eh. Yeah, I don't okay. know about this one, Chief. Okay. Like, again, it's not terrible. I'm, I'm just appreciating the fact that these are going down really smooth. Because uh, I remember there is a uh, time where I was handed, uh, shortly after 21, a Rolling Rock. <laughs> which is, as I've been told, and now I can safely describe as, the most basic a beer can be. And that was awful. <laughs> it yeah. was just, it was harsh. There was no flavor to it whatsoever. It was, it was terrible. This is... Slightly above it because there is at least a hint of flavor and it goes down smoother. But yeah, not something I'm gonna partake <laughs> yeah, in too much. That one's still sitting at half full. Yeah, that's half full. Okay. You know, you don't deserve the full. Uh, not terrible, but not something I'm gonna probably go out of my way for. I give this one four out of eleven gulps. Four out of eleven gulps. Four out of eleven. All right, all right, cool. Well, with that, we can take a little pause here and get into another one of these great voicemails that you guys left for me, previous guests. So let's tune into that, please. Yo, what's going on, BBE fam? That's Bruce Beats and Eats. If y'all don't know, then now you know. A new acronym. Uh, this is Brother Gabe, a.k.a. Beardo. Gabe, a.k.a. The Younger Handsome One. I just want to say shout out to Old Head Ed and Bruce Beats and Eats, the podcast anniversary. That's one year in the books. Many more to come. Keep doing you. Keep up the uh, keep up the episodes. You know, love hearing all these stories from uh, from all of the names that I know and do not know. And uh, look forward to seeing and hearing, or hearing more, but hopefully seeing some episodes in the future. But I uh, keep it up. If y'all still follow me on Beardo Gabe, thanks for the support. I've been on hiatus, but it'll come back soon. I promise. Stay safe and healthy out there, y'all. Later. Eddie Energy, what's up, man? This is Mirror Melt. I don't know why I'm talking in this frantic tone. You know what I mean? I guess this goddamn coronavirus, man. It's quarantine. Drinking over tea up in this bitch. One year anniversary. Bruce Beats and Eats. I love the show, man. Even though I've only heard like two episodes, I got to admit. The one that I was in and Magnum O's. But I'm going to tell you something, man. I'm going to catch up on the other ones. So that I could give you a five-star rating that I know you deserve, man. Happy one-year anniversary. Much love. I love you, man. Peace. Yo. Yo, shouts to Brother Mike. Shouts to Brother Gabe. One who I am related to. The other I'm just cool as shit with. Oh. Uh, yes, definitely. Uh, Brother Gabe, uh, one of the, also one of the early um, guests on the show. Oh, that was... um, yeah, his his episode was uh, it was a dope episode. It was a lot of insight, a lot of the stories I had already heard because you know growing up with him, um, 
and then uh, Brother Mike was uh, was my was my second episode where the guest didn't drink beer, mm-hmm. and it was the first time I did the uh, brewed teas. Teas, so he tried a couple different teas, but um, as you could tell, for someone who doesn't drink beer, very animated, uh, <laughs> an entertaining presence, man. Much love to both y'all brothers, uh, literally y'all both brothers, um, and uh, yeah, man, it's a trip. <laughs> it's something else. Man, one of them had a, a beard threatened. Yes, game correct, correct. Threatened. There was a beard that became non-existent right oh, at the man. end of the episode. I, oh, I yeah. remember seeing that afterwards. I was a changed man. <laughs> the perspective I, was so different. Just like, I mean, like, for years, seeing just a bush, a very well-maintained yes. chin bush, cheek bush, like all that jawline bush, and then just gone, and I just... I know how to process it. Yeah, how do you recognize someone after so many years of seeing them one way and then... You can't. And then my man with the teas, the caffeine. Teas has caffeine. That's, the caffeine, yeah. That's what's yeah. driving. I think that was the frantic tone. There was a lot of caffeine. That's a funny story, though, that we're talking about changed looks and, and not being able to recognize someone. Mm-hmm. Um, a funny story, when I first met Brother Mike, um, always rock. he was pretty much bald. You know, always rocked a real, real low haircut. I thought he was bald. Okay. Um, and uh, or couldn't grow hair to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like myself. Nice. And uh, I know him, knew him like that for a couple years. Lost touch. Um, he got into things, pursued his career in music, music production. Went to full sale. Spent time over there. At the same time, life took me in another direction. Um, a couple years later, I'm walking through a mall, and uh, I see this gentleman coming from the opposite direction with this full head of hair. <laughs> I'm talking about like hair to the shoulders. To the sh- oh, to the shoulders. Yes, hair that's, to the shoulders. That's a mane almost. Yes. Um, Look, looked very well maintained and treated, well kept. Okay. Um, I believe that there might have been even some conditioner involved. The Con- way it had this glow. Conditioner? We're, talk- we're, we're talking conditioner right now. Yes, we're talking conditioner right now. So, I look at this dude, and the reason that he attracted my attention, besides this this wonderful flowing mane, was <laughs> he looked familiar to me. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I, I couldn't quite place the face. And as I got closer, I realized it was Brother Mike. Damn. Brother Mike, the same dude that the first year or two that I knew him, his hair never grew past, like, a, let's say, like a, a, a one. Yeah, a or one. a zero oh, or a one. Uh, for those who know Clippers talk, when you shave your head with a one guard on the clipper, it comes out really low. So I had never seen him beyond that. And then to see him several years later where he's got this this head of hair that, yeah. that would probably be on uh, on somebody who's modeling, like, the, the cover of these uh, romance novels. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yo, I was like, yo, brother Mike, and it was him, and he's like, yo, what's up? And I was like, you had hair the whole time. He would just cut his hair real low, but he was capable of growing it. This man and said he had Fabio hair. Yeah, and uh, so there, that was talk about you know people people's look changing and uh, and wow. remembering a person in a certain. Uh, light or a certain perspective, and then that switching up, and you're like, holy crap. What did you do? <laughs> so uh, yeah, man, that brings me back to that. That brings Damn. me back to that, brother Mike. Shouts, yeah, thanks again, both of y'all, brother Mike, brother Gabe, for, for, for checking in and and hitting up, hitting me up with the uh, the anniversary wishes, man. That feels good. I appreciate that. 
You know what also feel good? Uh, this bottle of this? Uh, the next glass, the next beer, which you are holding in your possession. Yes. This one here. Darker. Looks darker. Okay. It's one of the first things you pick up on it. What's yes. the what's the fragrance? You pick up any fragrance on there? Or? Can I get it? Mm, um, not much. Not much of anything. Not it still much. smells most... Uh, smell with me, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be It's a challenge non, right now. Yeah, it's going to be non-existent for the most part. I will try my best. Uh, definitely less fizzy. Definitely had that little that little barrier of white that I was talking about with the apple juice. Okay. So uh, let's see how this one goes. And okay. uh, this one is the... This is the... Drum roll, please. Okay. This is from the Anchor Brewing Company. This is their Anchor Steam Beer. It's a California Common Steam Beer. I've never had a Steam Beer before. This is what kind of intrigued me. Mm. Um, it's made in San Francisco. Clocks in at a 4.9. And it's found year-round. But the other ones... Like, I described how they were smooth going down... This one, I feel like there was like a smooth substance that just like, like a collective solid that just kind of like glided across my tongue as it went down. So like that other one, smooth, this one's like smooth, all right? There's a difference between, yeah, there's a difference between smooth and smooth, all right? Smooth, just that little at the end there, doesn't... (laughs) That would be the difference. That's the difference. How the word ends. I mean, yeah. More importantly, it's not just how the word ends. It's like there's a little bit of a like a hard stop as you do it. Like, let's say you're going for a quick stop, and then you let go, and then you go to stop again just because you don't want to like do one complete stop. Okay. Technically, you're still smooth, but it's not like smooth, smooth, right there. Kind of like you know slows down, nice all one go. You know what I'm saying? One I'm, fluid movement. Yes, I am trying to explain this as best as I can. Smooth. 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 You know what? It could help explain it also. Wikipedia. <laughs> Urban Dictionary. If you went. <coughs> Pretty okay. much. Oh, dear. Good cover. Good cover. That was great. Um, if you were to punch in smooth, the word smooth with a V at the end. Um, you probably get it. Urban Dictionary would probably give you some translation as to what that meant. So, yeah. Um, not too much in terms of the taste. I didn't. I, I kind of, I think I know that the more flavorful. Is what's gonna win me over on these things? Okay. This one, uh, I didn't really get too much of a specific flavor besides beer. Yeah. But uh, I will say I still enjoy it. I still whole glass went down, and uh, I think I can give this one. Uh, I don't. I I know I already just established the system, and I feel like I'm gonna kind of break the system <laughs> by giving it a half score. Wow. So I'm gonna give it a five and a half gulps out of eleven. Five and a half gulps. Okay, well that's better than just giving it a half score. I thought you were. Oh, no, no. <laughs> like, it's just so low. You were so disappointed in <laughs> no. it that you were gonna go with just a half as no, the score. No, no, no. That's low. okay. Okay. Let's not be that disrespectful out here. Okay. Not bad. So, um, you mentioned uh, Shock Top is one of the beers of choice that you're, uh, yeah, consuming nowadays. That one, uh, I wouldn't say is the smoothest to drink. It definitely uh, bumps around a little bit if I can try and describe uh, what happens when I usually drink it. But it has just enough of a flavor to keep me coming back to it. Okay. I think that's the big thing. Again, flavor, flavor, flavor. Flavor. No flavor. No flavor. Just flavor. No. No no flavor. Just flavor. That sounds like Public Enemy right now. There's no flavor. (laughs) There's no flavor. He He was kicked. He was removed from the group. He was. That was something is, that happened. This is true. Yes, this unfortunately. Is, yeah, you know. I, I can't believe I didn't mention that on one of the previous podcasts on the beat segment. Yeah. Yeah, man. Flavor yeah. Flav is no part of uh, no longer part of Public Enemy. You, you learn something new every. You, you I learn something new every day. 
you remember something already established every day. There's yes. there's probably a much simpler way to say that, but and this specific day, we taste something new. Taste something new every day. I like and that when it comes to beers. So with that, let's get into our fourth and final beer. All right. Oh, this one's you in ready a can. For this? this one's in a can. Okay. We got three bottles, two standard, one a little funny looking. I don't want to make fun I, of the bottle. I know. No, sorry, no, the bottle. You know, we don't judge bottles. We don't here. judge bottles out here. We're not judging bottles out <laughs> This here. one's definitely in a can. This one's in a can. Oh, and he gave me a noticeably smaller dose. Because I have a feeling. <laughs> now, I'm guessing. I didn't fill it up to the rim. Because I have a feeling this is probably one of the ones you're going to let sit just like uh, the... Uh, the, Just like the, the Joseph Browse Pilsner from uh, Trader Joe's. So, right. oh, go man. ahead and give that one a try, and I'll fill the people in with the details. All right. I'm not even going to bother with the Fergus this, this time. <laughs> this is from the Menace Craft Brewery. It's their Boatswain American IPA. It's an American IPA. Clocks in at a 6.7. Brewed in Wisconsin. And he finished it. Yeah, that's. Oh. Wait, wait, but you looks like it looks like you finished it because you just wanted to get it over and done with. Yeah, not no, because it, you were enjoying it. No, here's the thing, and from what I've been uh, warned about with IPAs is that they are definitely stronger and a little bitter on the aftertaste, and I definitely don't appreciate that. But the problem is these things do have flavor to them. Like it's something like, mm, I like this. Okay. I like this flavor that they have. And it's like I sit there in a moment of bliss and thinking, ah, yes, a fine alcoholic beverage. And then it just, like, punches me in the mouth out of nowhere with the bitter <laughs> taste at the end. And I'm just like, why did you betray me? I, f- I feel like, you know, the disciples were the actual flavor of the drink. And then Judas just comes in at the end and then wow. he betrays me. Wow. That is the most <laughs> amount of religious context you will get from me. It was a biblical betrayment. <clears throat> Pretty a much. Betraying? B- betraying biblical, a biblical biblical a betraying of biblical portions yes a there betraying of biblical proportions proportions pro yes. proportions not poor portions proportions. although that was a poured portion it's it's pro- it was, it's proportion proportion right i said that right yeah you did i'm okay. just rambling. all right all right all right cool cool dope so um can i get did, another did bit you... of the uh what's the uh the one the cider can I get yes yeah beautiful here you go yeah is, is, do I have to like do like the sideways? Nah, it's all right. I mean, you want to put a little lean on the cup just so that you don't. But even on the ciders, it's not bad. It doesn't build up that much of a, a head because they're ciders. Beautiful. Yeah, I like those. Some people would even argue that ciders aren't beer, but oh, uh, IPA, I get that a uh, six gulps out of eleven. Six gulps out of eleven. Six gulps. A great flavor, but the ultimate betrayal is what. Is the uh, the IPA betrayals is common? Yeah, the, the bitterness after okay. aftertaste. Aftertaste is very important. I feel like people don't. I mean, Six I feel like people don't talk about aftertaste when they talk about tasting things like foods, drinks, and etc. Yeah, we're like, oh, this tastes so good. And like, oh yeah, it does. And then like afterwards, it, like sits for a second. It's kind of like the chewed flavor. That's what you like to call it in the business. I, I'm, there is no business behind this. I made that up just now. The chewed business. Where it's like after a while, it's kind of like, all right, you know, you just got to the pearly gates. Cool, cool, cool. Now here's what you're doing for the rest of it. It's like, ah, oh, you know, it's not, actually not as great as, you know, first impressions. You know, I never I never thought of, of it in that perspective where, it, yeah, it would make sense. It's like initially, the initial taste of when you first try something yeah. as far as food, it's, it's, all, all, it's all up front. Yeah, I wonder how many foods this the taste pops. I mean, you get like intent, like heat mm-hmm. is something. Like if it's something you're eating, something spicy, yeah. which is not even the eats portion, but we'll get into it a little more later on. But yeah, that's something that we should come back to. 
Yeah, we should come discuss. Back to that. But for now, let's hear another voicemail. Oh, let's do that. Bruce Beast and Easter Podcast. You guys hold tight. We're going to play a voicemail, and then we'll see you guys on the other side in the beats portion. Yo, 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 what up? This is Z7, a.k.a. Don Mosquito, a.k.a. Dingleberry Express, a.k.a. Bot Dog Supreme. And I just wanted to say congratulations to my man, Ed, for making it one year on your most amazing podcast where he has to get his guests drunk to make it any kind of enjoyable. So shout out to Ed. Um, and don't forget to listen to my personal podcast called uh, Feeds, Meats, and Skeets. It's uh, uh, inspired by your man, Edge, truly. So keep an eye out for that. It gets a little wacky. Ew, shouts to said. Shouts to said, my man. <laughs> yes, I'm a hey, listen. One of the things that I didn't think this podcast was going to do, as well as uh, educate, was inspire. And apparently it has inspired some people. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Does he mean feats as in, like, human feet or, like, as in, like, accomplishments? Like, feats. Accomplished feats. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of a feat that he accomplished. <laughs> That'll be an excellent question. I'm gonna have oh to get. God, you have to get back on him. I'm gonna have to get back. And then meat. Him. Is it like meeting people or like the meat? I'm not gonna ask the skeets. Yeah. Where's <laughs> that one? Yeah. There. <laughs> Regardless, I appreciate the love, man. Said a long time friend. Um, you know, we, we go way back, and uh, he was he was de- you know he was nice enough to uh, sit down and talk with me. Um, I think it was. Uh, I can't remember episode numbers. I can't remember episode numbers at all. I don't even number the episodes for some reason. Mm. Um, but yeah, we got we got to sit down and talk. I, he was he invited me into his home. You know, I went to go visit him on the west coast of Florida and uh, took the opportunity. I hadn't seen him in a while and took the opportunity to sit down and uh, and, and talk with him and whatnot. And uh, it was cool. It was a very interesting interview. He had just come off the back of uh, uh, creating a, a commercial that was aired on TV. Um, you guys could check out that episode if you haven't already, and he'll go into how what it takes to make a commercial, or actually what he contributed to a commercial and how it manifested itself into a a product most people saw on TV. Um, if you don't fast forward past the commercials, <laughs> with that, we are in the beats portion. The beats portion. The beats portion. This is where we discuss music. Not the vegetable beats. No, no, not those. I don't, um, I don't think I eat those anyway. They're not bad. I don't mind beats. Mm. I don't, I don't mind beets. Actually, I had beet juice today. Yeah, I like beets more than beets, though. Let's be real. Yeah. It could happen. <laughs> All right. What kind of beets are we talking about? Oh, man. Not so, the vegetable kind. What are you listening to nowadays? So nowadays, um, oh, man, it is uh, more uh, hip-hop centric than I predicted. Okay. Uh, definitely less rock centric than before. But there's always still that base of electronic. However, there's like more. I how would I describe? I don't know if people have heard of the UK pop duo Oh Wonder. What they do is basically two people singing. You haven't? Beautiful. You should. There are two people singing at the uh, same notes, like just together. Because usually you have like one person singing one, and they do the harmony and they switch and all that stuff. But these two decided something that. I haven't seen often enough or heard often enough in this case is where they both sing at the same pitch but just the fact that their voices are just naturally different they kind of blend in together and they give like a different sound to it and I just love what they do that's great stuff then I heard Lil Uzi Vert with the song that sampled it I'm like ah, it could be better 
But um, let's see. I'm still. Oh, so he more... sampled this one of the singing one of the songs that this duo yes. sang. Okay. Yes, and um, to mixed results. But um, no, yeah. In terms of music, let's see. Uh, oh, L Orange's "Complicate Your Life with Violence." I mentioned that at the top. That has been and probably will be at this rate my number one played album this year. Okay. This year, I started listening to it late last year. It's probably gonna carry over into this year. He's talking about L Orange and Jeremiah J. Um, L Orange, the producer, and he's done works with several, a lot of. A lot of hip hop artists. I couldn't find his one with Homeboy Sam on Spotify. For the first um, which one? That well, cause he, okay, it's tricky with Homeboy Sam because he has songs off of compilations where he's. That's probably what it is. You're not gonna find a. I don't think if he did remember, a full album with him. He didn't do a full album with him. What he did was he did a compilation album where he had him on a couple of songs, or there's been a couple albums that he's had him on a song. But then you've also had on the same. Same album you've had MCs like Blue, L, Zai. So it's it's a compilation. It's not just a one producer, one art, mm-hmm. one MC work with Homeboy Sam. Yeah, so that's probably why you sense. haven't found it. That makes sense. But um, back to that, uh, what you call it? More on the hip hop side of things. That's where I've been focused on. There's a few artists that I have I wasn't listening to then <coughs> that I started listening to over the past year. Uh, Murs okay. is one of them. Yep. I will say, I'm, I'm mentioning him first because I only have one album from him on Spotify. It's uh, Murs 316, yes. the ninth edition. Produced by Ninth Wonder. And uh, 12 songs only, not that long. And I've. I've still stuck on that album that I haven't actually gone out and searched for other ones yet. I'm okay. still stuck on that one. That one's great. Found out about that one because they sampled uh, a Daft Punk song in their introduction, which okay. is fantastic. I love that. Um, I mentioned that little orange already. Uh, what was it? Oh my god, I look at my Spotify right now. Yeah, Murs. The first time I heard Murs was um, the beginning of the end, which was his first album that had been released on. Uh, back then was the now defunct, but back then it was Def Jux, uh, the label owned by LP, which is one of the two members of London Jewels. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was the first time I had heard of heard of Merce. I was a big LP fan. I followed a lot of the Def Jux um, releases, and I came across this Merce one. Not not ever hearing a song from Merce, I knew he was a West Coast MC, and I, I bought the album. And I was thoroughly pleased with it. It was definitely a, a welcoming vibe in a time where I was kind of like, there wasn't a lot of stuff that I adhered to as far as music. When it, like, I don't know, there was just a lot a lot going on in hip hop at that time. It was early 2000s mm-hmm. or mid 2000s, I want to say. And um, and they, to me, it seemed like there was few and far between the stuff that kind of like, that was, that, I don't know, that I would appreciate as far mm-hmm. as style of music. Um, and that was one of the albums that I gravitated towards. So that, uh, Gangstar, uh, what you call it? I know Hard to Earn and mm. Step in the Arena. Okay. Second and, second and fourth album. Second and fourth, second and fourth? Oh man. Yeah. I've missed the first, third, and probably fifth one. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. whatever latest one they dropped, I know. One of the best yet. Yeah, <laughs> correct. Oh, beautiful. Uh, check the technique, I have that. I actually have, for those that don't know, a, a playlist on Spotify that's my current top jams of 2020 and it'll be updated as I remove and add songs to it okay. and Chuck Technique from last year is made a reappearance on okay. this playlist that's a strong song that's yeah, strong oh it's so good um, oh and before I even go any further Spotify has a problem sometimes with artists and they don't have full albums on there yeah I don't have full albums I don't have an album at all yeah and one album 
<coughs> for a while that I was trying to find and it wasn't available was High Technology. Volume 1. They okay. had Volume 2 on there. Yeah. They didn't have Volume 1. And that bothered me for so long. <laughs> then they finally had it, but just for one song. And it was a song that I wasn't familiar with yet. Then I remember you just randomly checking it, like, I want to say a month ago now. Randomly checked it. The album was there. Minus the last song. R.A.P. to the last song. But then I found Round and Round. Yeah. Uh, Jonelle was the one that Jonelle. was singing that. Yep. And I don't listen to much in terms of R&B. That's not my style. Yeah. But that's also been a constant repeat for me throughout. It, it forever. Like, because I just remember the beats so well. That I was like, I as a kid, I didn't know what the hell she was talking about. Now I do. Fans, <laughs> hey, listen, it happens sometimes. Things happen. But that song is still on there. And Sun God, I've come to appreciate. That's yes. what was common. The common. Yep. Yep. <coughs> that was on uh, on the second one. No, was... no, that's on the first oh, one. Oh, that's right. You know, you're right. You're right. That's right. on the Correct. first one. Correct. That is on the first high technology. Yes. Let's see. Uh, Homeboy Sandman, the Carpenter. Okay. I've made it my personal mission. To memorize that song <laughs> Now I don't know if y'all know that song But it is not an easy song to do Especially because he doesn't like taking breaths When you really should Yeah And he performs <laughs> it He performs He performs just, that live Just, just like to play Oh my god That's yeah. amazing Yes The amount of breath control that man yeah. has To pull all that off Yes That's beautiful Definitely that's beautiful. a challenge Let's see uh, I'm going through the uh, hip hop song Little Brother uh, they, no, not even last year. Last year they released their latest album. May right? the Lord watch. Yes. Okay. Right so before the end of the year. I wasn't like oh, like I pro- you probably played it in the car yeah. at some points. Yeah. And I just kind of heard it in the background, but I never actually went out of my way to listen to it until earlier this year. And I was like, yo, this is really great. And of course, love the skits, especially uh, the Peter Rosenberg going yeah. off at the end. Yeah. That was beautiful. Playing the uh, CEO of. Uh, UBN? Yeah, UBN. Yeah, yes. Uh, and then after that, I talked about it. It was like, oh, yeah, no, there was a, that's actually a sequel to one of the other albums. I'm like, oh, wait, really? So I went back and listened to The Minstrel Show. The Minstrel Show. Second album. That's just a masterpiece. <laughs> yes, that's it is. That's fantastic. Yes. I, I will not oh, argue. Oh, man. It opens up Beautiful Morning after like, they do the little intro thing. That's great. But one song I played in the car for my friends, and they always look at me like, what? what? Come on, man. Why are you playing this? Shoot it. Percy, R.I.P. Percy Miracles. R.I.P. Percy Miracles. Power. Yes. Percy Miracles. I just don't know. I just, I love messing around and singing that song to people. They're like, why are you doing this? Like, <laughs> like this has to be a joke. I'm like, it definitely is, but it is a good joke. It's it is amazing. It's a well-orchestrated joke, for sure. And it fits into the uh, dichotomy of the album. The album, real quick, it's a conceptual album. It's based on um, a, a fictitious uh, network aimed towards black Americans and um, the songs are pretty much uh, between the songs you have um, skits that represent either uh, shows on the uh, network mm-hmm. or uh, or just things that uh, people encounter in life um, around around yeah around the the station so mm-hmm. it, it's it's pretty good it's, it's really it's an excellent album as far as conceptually it's well put together. That's been up there. Let's see what else I have. Old Dirty Bastard. Okay. Probably my favorite member of the clan. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's that's strong. That's that's, that's strong. strong. Uh, I, typically, I my claim. typically people uh they lean towards the more lyrical 
um, art, uh, members of the clan mm-hmm. that, that maybe focus a little more on rhyming. Um, Old Dirty definitely brought a, a sense of lyrics and, and a showmanship. He really wrote a balance of showmanship and lyricism. And that's probably what got me the most. Because normally I'm a lyrics guy first. Yeah. Lupe still being my favorite of all time. You got to put him up there as like yeah. whatever top percentage of lyricists. But like, oh, they're the bastard. When you listen to him, it's like he just, he says it and he believes everything he says. Yeah. He goes, it doesn't matter what he says. And he gives you that energy to him. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I relate to none of this, but hell yeah. You can like, I'm with it. I'm with the whole thing. So Damage right now, I think Damage features Rayquan. I think it is Damage. I think it is Rayquan. Let, let me look at the credits on this one. Show credits. Here we go. Thank you for that. <clears throat> yeah, no. Yeah, it's Rayquan, I think. I'm gonna I'm 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 put that on there. And, and Someone can correct me later. And it's it's uh, it's interesting that um, if you ask any of the members of the Wu, the, you know, the ones that are still with us, um, and they'll tell you. I mean, they'll go on and on, especially Raekwon. They'll go on and on about the greatness that Asan Unique, aka Old Dirty Bastard, was. <laughs> like what he meant, the inspiration he was to them, and um, and just the raw talent that he was. So that's that's pretty that's interesting. That's interesting. That one and in terms of the hip hop portion of my jams, Jay Z's four four four, the story of OJ. Yeah, that's a good one. That one, that's just powerful. That's a good one. Right there. I actually saw the music video for the first time recently. Okay. Oof. That one. I mean I'm I'm pretty sure a lot of people have seen it by now. If for some reason you haven't, you don't listen to Daisy for whatever reason, at least go watch the video for that. Yeah. That's just you just learn a lot from looking at it. Yeah, that talk about just, social commentary oh, and, and yeah, picking up a lot of information that might not have been um, something you've come across before, definitely. Um, I, I dug it because um, this album came out at the end of the year, the same year where ESPN dropped the 30 for 30. Yes, the OJ uh, story. The, o, the story of the OJ story, mm-hmm. and which was an amazing documentary. I think it was a seven-part series, but well worth it. I think it was either five or seven parts, but very well worth it. And and it's you know it's one of the first. It's actually the first time that I had heard um, the story. Uh, the story of uh, where OJ was dining in a uh, he was dining in a, some establishment and um, uh, I, I'm gonna butcher the story, but it was something along the lines of um, someone said OJ well they don't like you because you're black and he says I'm not black I'm OJ, which is one of the first lines. I'm not and, black I'm OJ. Exactly. Pause. Yeah. So uh, okay. <laughs> so it was. Just uh, kind of knowing the story prior to listening to the song, it, it, it grew my appreciation appreciation for it even more. Um, that solid song. There's there's a couple of songs on that four 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 that I was like, man, these are good, and I didn't play them a lot, but when I would hear them every so often, I was like, man, this is a really good song, and it was off mm-hmm. the same album. Yeah, that's great, and I definitely like. I stopped more in the hip hop because I forgot two artists and albums specifically that I just. I was looking through my list and I just remembered them. Okay. Uh, Kendrick Lamar's Untitled Unmastered. Okay. That one, no one talks about. I don't hear anyone talk about it ever. I still hear yeah. people talk about Tapipa Butterfly. Great stuff. And Good Damn. Kid Mass City still. Great stuff. My personal favorite. And then some people apparently don't like Damn as much, which okay. I find strange as well. But Untitled Unmastered. That one, so under the radar. People need to appreciate Untitled, number three. 
May 28, 2013. That's the song title because all of them don't have proper titles. That one deserves an extra listen by people. Hence, untitled. Yes. And then A Tribe Called Quest. Mm. Uh, a War Tour off their Midnight Marauders yes. album. That's what first got me to listen to them more seriously. And then, of course, Electric Relaxation came after that. Yeah. And so that is those have been also been my jams with hip hop. But I think that finishes the hip hop section. I want to go quickly into something else that people probably I know most common listeners are more in the hip hop variation. I know that's yeah. the common genre. I want to dip more into electronic. I can't tell you what kind of electronic because there's way too many subgenres <laughs> that even I can't keep track of. But before we get into the electronic, oh, we got one more. We got another voice. We got another. Let's we get got another voicemail. So let's get into this voicemail. Hello. Hello. Is this thing on? Haha. <laughs> Peace. Danny Skins here. Bruce Beats and Eats alumni. Just want to give a big shout out to my man Ed Energy, aka Old Head Ed, for following his passion and making his dreams a reality. Year one may be done, but we've just begun. So stay tuned, live with purpose, and be the change. Out. Yo, beautiful blessings, man. Oh. Skins, yeah, I appreciate you so much, man. Thanks for coming through and dropping that voicemail. Thanks for taking time while you were here. I know you you bounce around from state to state, location to location, country to country, um, and uh, and and you know you found the time to sit down with a with a with a brother from way back and uh, reminisce, and it was a good time, good feeling always, as it always is with you, um, Skins, man. I can't say enough about Skins um, coming, you know, such high praise coming from a dude that. That uh, you know, made his way. I mean, I've seen him grow, and and the person he's become is 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 it's admirable. It's definitely admirable. So, shouts to you, Skins man. I appreciate that. Bars. <laughs> yes. Year and... one is done, but we just be gone. Yes. Mm. Skins. Yeah. You ever seen that? Uh, there's like that music video, where, like it starts off with a guy getting pretty much resuscitated on the floor, and he comes up like smacking his head. Like, no, I haven't really... seen that one. Oh my gosh, I gotta share that clip. Basically, okay. he gets up. And they're listening to the beat, and they're all just breaking their necks, trying to listen to it. It's almost, that's what I felt. That's how you like, felt when you heard that? Heard that, I'm like, mm, yeah. Oh, dope, man. Oh, my dear. I appreciate the kind oh. words again, Skids, man. Much love, brother. That was great. So, to the electronic music. And yes. I do relate this because I have played a few songs for you. I know sometimes I take control of the a Bluetooth and or aux cord, and I just throw out my jams. But I know one of the songs was called Inertia by Draper, not a well-known artist, and even in the electronic realm, so don't feel bad if you don't know. He had this thing, and the song, I know this genre, was Glitch Hop, and you said you appreciated it because it had that kind of hip-hop vibe. You liked the beat of it, that okay. was steady and consistent, and you can actually put something to it. Okay. That one, that's the kind of style. It's a lot of high energy compared to the more chilled-out stuff I listen to. In terms of my undergenres of music, if that makes sense. But um, a story of a concert I went to in December of last year. Uh, An EDM producer by the name of Madeon, M-A-D-E-O-N, go look it up. Uh, I went to his show. Now this is after I went to the Wu-Tang show. This is after the Lupe show. I had high standards for what a good show should be and what some bad performances in a good show should be. <laughs> what it would like. <laughs> it would look like, oh boy. And I just want to say, it was an experience unlike any other. His album, Good Faith, only a 30 minutes. I can't 
explicitly recommended to everyone because you have to be in kind of like a mood to listen to it but it's kind of like one of those eye-opening experiences where you kind of just like sit there and let the music take over you instead of you trying to sit there and listen to it and try and figure it out okay it very it very much comes at you and you just have to let it sink into your body Madion's good faith huh i spent nine dollars on merch at that concert nine which, dollars what? 90 90 oh 90 oh 90 okay. Merch. yeah okay. which it from what I'm being told, is pretty tame when it comes to concert merch. Okay. It was like a, sh- a shirt and a hoodie. You didn't come out with a full outfit? <laughs> like, I come out with a shirt and a hoodie. There were no... Oh. Pa- I don't think there were any Maddie on pants. I don't know if I'd purchase any Maddie on pants. I'm not going to lie to oh, you. Oh, shirt and a hoodie, though. Okay. Yeah, shirt and a hoodie. Yeah, hoodies are up there. Hoodies are pretty costly. Okay. Yeah, no, $60 for that hoodie. Yeah, that's typical. 60 For For a tour hoodie? Tour hoodie. Yeah. That go- 100% proceeds go to the artist. I'm pretty sure at those venues, because, you know, obviously... Yeah, it's all them. Yeah, it's they're all the them. Ones that There's no middleman, so, you know, you got to help them out whatever, correct, whatever way they can. Correct. And I want to go to the last one I will talk about for now is uh, Beverly Chills by Aaron Evo. Now, this song is a weird one because it has an electronic feel and it has a steady beat that you can't find and vibe with it. However, what he does with all the sounds around it makes it seem just kind of off. And it turns a lot of people off when I try and play because I'm like, what is this? There's just different sounds coming in at different times. But once you kind of find the rhythm to it, you can kind of appreciate it. And it is the outro song I use for all of my streams. Okay. Beverly Chills by Aaron with two A's. That means A-A-Ron. Yeah. Evo. E-V-O. So look that up in your spare time. It is something that you might take time getting used to, but it's a banger. Certified banger. I give it 12 out of 11 gulps. Wow. And that's not even a drink. <laughs> that's not even a drink. That's not even a drink. <laughs> dope, dope. Yeah. Excellent. Um, yeah, man, I think we discussed a, a good amount of music here, a good amount of tunes. Good amount of music. I would like to go longer, but we can't be here all day. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> you got to save some for the second year the second anniversary. Year, <laughs> Take three. Oh, but no. what we could do at this point is get into another voicemail. I was so moved by the last one. We got another voicemail in the chamber. Let's go. We might throw two of them back to back. See how that works out. So, uh, y'all stay tuned. I appreciate the listens. Yo, Mr. Old Head Ed, the official one year. Glad you made it, buddy. You've been on the grind. Been doing your bruise beats in each religiously, consistently. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to you, my dude. I'm, uh, I meant for this message to be a lot cooler, but... Unfortunately, I got distracted because my computer just crashed right now. Anyways, hopefully I don't got that coronavirus and shit. But uh, shout out to you, bro. Keep doing your thing, homie. Uh, Audio Rap Club. You know what I mean? We still got a few more soundtracks to fucking hit up. But uh, Bruce Beats and Eats. Can't wait to uh, get back on. Hopefully in 2020. But uh, shout out to you, old head Ed. Doing your thing. Bruce Beats and Eats, Orion, aka Brass Balls. Peace. What's good? This is DJ Trey. Shouting out the Bruce, the Beats, and the Eats. The podcast, my man O-Head Ed, holding it down. Glad to be a guest on this year's episode. And happy anniversary. Here's many more homeboys. Shout out to the Architects, Audio Rap Club, one third member, me, O-Head Ed. And brass balls, Orion. Peace out, this is DJ Trez. Bruce beats and eats. One. Yes, yes. 
glad to hear from them fellas. Um, for those who don't know, uh, for those who, who yeah, I think most of y'all might know. I've mentioned it before on the podcast. Um, if you listen to this podcast on SoundCloud, do me a favor, get over to WDDH Radio, look up uh, Orion Smoking Mirrors, and when you get there, you're gonna notice that there's a uh, show that he does as long as, as well as well as um, the Mystery Rap Theater 3000. Um, one of the two epi- two podcasts, one of the three podcasts he does, Mystery Rap Theater. Um, then you also have the WDDH Radio, uh, where he goes into a lot of local South Florida hip hop. Um, always has guests from the scene, people who have lived the Miami hip hop life, who have contributed to the scene. Always dope guests. And um, a lot of times he'll feature their music as well as others. And, um, you know, it's, it's a history lesson of hip-hop in South Florida. So it's, it's really dope. And uh, I appreciate the opportunity I got to sit with him on one of his earlier episodes, which eventually would go into what we do now, which is just the third podcast that he does, which is the Audio Rap Club, where him, Orion, and DJ Tres, the second voicemail you heard, shouts to you, and myself, we took it upon ourselves to listen through hip-hop soundtracks, soundtracks to movies that were mainly centered around hip-hop. Um, we take the songs one by one, we give you our thoughts on them, kind of like what we do here with the beers, and at the end, we create, uh, we put together a rank or a uh, five mics, we give them mics, kind of went off the... Um, what the source did back in the days, and uh, we determined which are the best ones in our opinion. Um, there might have been a five mic one in there. I'm not gonna tell y'all. No spoilers, <laughs> but uh, definitely shouts to both y'all brothers. Uh, definitely a pleasure to to come across and be able to sit with um, two well informed brothers like yourselves on a bi weekly basis. We try to bang out episodes, you know. Um, and, and keep that side of things moving, but definitely a pleasure. And I appreciate both of y'all for the kind words and yes, definitely we're going to have to get it to where we do this thing again. I'd love to sit down with those brothers again and, uh, and, and pick their minds about beers, uh, you know, some way, some time down the line to see how their palate has grown. Hopefully I've influenced them to try different beers and, and see where they're at in a year or so. So that'd be dope. Yo, but I appreciate both of y'all brothers. Cool. Cool. So, did you guys do a house party for one of your Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, we did house party, and it's, it's a couple <clears throat> of them, but uh, the ones I remember off the top are uh, house party, definitely, who's the man, Blade. Um, <laughs> yeah, who's the man was interesting. Uh, Blade, um, Jimmy Bones. It's, it's several It's several episodes for my people on SoundCloud. Get out there, listen to it, check that out, support Orion and his many podcasts. It's always entertaining, always educating, not, not like this podcast. <laughs> Ah, I mean, you learn some. I mean, yeah, thing. you learn. You, you learn, learn that I stumble upon words, think certain ways about certain brews, and okay, yeah, I, I'm, yeah, that's it. Yeah. I don't know. We, we <laughs> ain't do much. <laughs> we didn't, that doesn't say much for our no. ability to teach in this podcast. But the guests, most of the time, though, yeah, for sure, for there sure. But shouts to y'all. I appreciate both y'all brothers, man. Cool, cool. Um, I guess this would be the perfect moment to get into the uh, eat segment. So. Speaking of eats, I'm hungry. <laughs> okay. So let's get through this eat segment and then we'll get some grub. Oh, yeah. Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast. Y'all stay tuned.
Yo, peace. Old head Ed. It's your boy Dre, man. AKA Old Head Shotty. Wanna give a shout out to the The fucking three and five green beats and eats. Although I have a little bit of a bone to pick with you guys. See, I did the show with uh, my friend Renee. We had the brews. We had the beats. Where were the eats, bro? You know what I'm saying? I was expecting some kind of like a buffet. Do some food tasting and talk about the food. But great show. You know, if I had to give you any feedback, like bring the eats. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. I need to be the guy that calls with a bunch of criticisms. I love the show. I have a real big problem with you not having the eats. It, it's a problem for me, man. So, you know, we got to do another crossover episode. Human sushi, bruised beets and eats. And you just got to have food there for us. Although, I will say, I do have a show called Human Sushi, and we've never actually had sushi on the show. So I guess I should shut the fuck up. <laughs> Yo, shout out to you, man. Keep fucking doing it. You know what I mean? We got to make this any podcast fucking confederation happen and peace to y'all man shout out to talent too that's the homie peace yo yes yes and with that with that we have the eats segment and yo yo shouts to you shoddy dre uh you were you were part of this uh well thought out and by well thought out i mean i just it just happened to happen this way uh hell of a segue bro you did it (laughs) Through a voicemail. I had no idea this was going to work out this way. I haven't heard these voicemails prior to this. Um, So it's pretty entertaining that as we go into our eat segment, human sushi drops and and you give me hell about not supplying food. Hold on, hold on. The the palate cleanses. (laughs) The palate cleanses. (laughs) Correct. That's typically would be, but that was one of those moments where... It, it didn't dawn on me that I didn't bring out Man. the pretzels. Ah. So that would have been, technically, that would have been eats in a sense. Man. But, uh, yeah, no, hey, definitely shouts to you. We definitely got to get together again and, and chop it up. Um, so it basically was, what I'm hearing is until he gets sushi, you're not getting food. <laughs> 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 until there's some JB rolls on that counter. That, yeah, <laughs> that, might be, that might be the way this thing has to work. Um, I pull up to sushi, and then you guys pull up to uh, a makeshift buffet. There we go. You know? Or maybe I'll have a gift cards to uh outback when you guys go for love. <laughs> the meals on me you know what i mean but nah oh, for man. sure shouts shouts to you dre uh, renee shouts to you too you know we, we're we're more of a kinship than you think we are because we just old ass people even though you're a couple years younger than me and, and and hey man um still looking forward to hear talon's uh debut project man uh you know i got my ear to the street you know what I'm saying? I, I've been asking around Fort Lauderdale and cats are real hush-hush about this whole talent cat. And um, I'm wondering, I just don't want it to become a situation where I wait 10 years for a talent album, kind of like J Electronica, and then come, you know, and then be disappointed. You know what I'm saying? But that ain't going to work out that way. I'm sure it's going to be some fire product, yeah. Especially if you get shoddy involved, yo, for sure. <laughs> Much love to Human Sushi. Like he said, um... Uh, crossover event definitely looking forward to doing that again uh for everybody who's into podcasts who listens to this podcast make sure you get over to human sushi um th- uh their podcast is is great man it's it's definitely a podcast that um i've been in po- i've been involved with or i was a part of as a guest that kind of helped mold 
my my goals for this podcast. So shouts to both y'all brothers. Um, look forward to getting together with you guys again. Um, yo, humansushibar.com. They got merch. Go check them out. Show them love. These cats get into everything. You know, there's there's millions millions of ways to support. So do that for sure, for sure. Man, speaking of sushi, huh? speaking of sushi, let's talk eats. Yeah, oh man, sushi's great. Sushi's great. Sushi. What sushi roll do you usually get oh, with? Man. Okay, so I got a, I got a particular spot I like to go to. Okay, all right. Shout out to the amazing Asian bistro. All right, uh, somewhere in what plantation? Yeah, that would be considered plantation. Plantation. Yeah. It's every time I go there, I usually get myself um, a wonton soup, okay. you know, wonton dumplings, and that you know, that's all fine and dandy. You know, soups are great, but more importantly, the sushi rolls. I get what they call the ninja flame and the volcano roll. Oh, the ninja recommendations. F- recommend two specific ones. The ninja flame roll. They have like the the baked like little topping, like the little flake stuff. Yeah, it's a nice little part. And they have a baked salmon. Not baked. They have a salmon on top, and then on the inside they have, I believe, cream cheese, something with a little bit of a kick, <laughs> and probably more salmon. Like I can't pull it up to you off the top of my head because that's the, that's the number two on the list. That's the number two out of the top two. Okay. But that one's always great. Always love to have it. Now the volcano roll. The volcano roll. Let me tell you something. Baked seafood dynamite. It's kind of like it's what? an active volcano. I imagine. I it's n- dormant, but once it. I'm trying to say this in the best way possible. Once you get the baked dynamite and the roll in your mouth. That's when it becomes active, okay? Yeah. Oh, that's when it takes... When, you're looking at it, you're just like, someone just dumped a bunch of stuff on top of my sushi. What is this? Yeah. Like, our first looks. That's why I don't usually judge food by looks too much. There's obviously times where you look at that and say, yeah, I can pass on it. That's no, mold. No, no, no. Yeah, definitely, that's mold on top of that. that there's definitely mold on top mm, Get it off my plate. Eat that. I want to see the manager actually give me some free Thai donuts. That's not the experience you're going to get when you go to Amazing Asia no, and no, you no, order no, that no, volcano no, roll. no, no. no, no. No, 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 no. Baked seafood dynamite right on top of what it seems to be a regular JB roll. Salmon, cream cheese, avocado, and baked seafood dynamite. A lot of places when they do their baked seafood dynamite, they kind of have it <coughs> in a way where it's very creamy. Like they have sauce heavy on it. But this one, they stripped most of that away. So it's mostly meat with just the flavoring. Okay. Instead of having too much like a mayonnaise yeah, kind like of head, sauce like on it. Relying too much on the it sauce. It gets too heavy on it. The way they do it, it's o- almost dry so that you don't have to worry about like slushing through it. It's fantastic. It's amazing. And they top it off with eel sauce. Which would make sense because you, if you're going to manage balancing a piece of sushi... On chopsticks? Yes, I don't want it to like all slide off. Topping, you don't want the topping to be just running over the no, side. No, you of don't it, want so. that. It overpowers it. Sometimes it's like literally completely covered in it. I'm like, all right, it's too much. It's too much. And then the eel sauce. The eel sauce, man. Ah, the eel sauce is one of the greatest like food condiments. I'm going to put it on top five for me. Wow. Just in general. Wow. I don't have that many food condiments on there because I usually don't do that. So, like, to, for that, for a list to even exist. And eel sauce be on it. Eel sauce be on us. That's definitely there. I have to take some time to reorganize it later. Okay. But yeah, definitely eel sauce makes it so much better. There's people who don't like it. They're like, oh, I don't like the sweetness of it. I want soy sauce. Oh, you just want extra sodium. Like, what do you want? <laughs> really? That you just want to put some salt on your sushi? Do you want to put salt on yours? I don't put. Do you put salt on your sushi? 
You do take sea salt, shake oh, no, it no, over no, the... No, yeah, no, you no. don't put salt on your sushi. I, that rants for another time. But I'm definitely <laughs> about the eel sauce. On top of all that, it just puts everything together. What else in terms of food? Let's see. Oh, burger. I mentioned the breakfast burger. Last time I talked about breakfast. Don't worry, I will still talk about breakfast. Breakfast <laughs> is still king. Don't worry about that. But the breakfast burgers, the combination. And funny enough, I had breakfast burgers. Like, I was fully aware of them at the time of the last podcast. But there's just some things that I have to mention. I gotta get it off my chest. This is a Bruise Beats and Eats the Podcast exclusive. Oh. Alright, hot take. If I ask for a fried egg on my burger. Burger. Bur- burger. Take two. If I ask for a fried egg on my burger. And you give me something that's not an over easy egg. I'm gonna slap you in the mouth. That's just how it works. I want the yolk. Why else would I want the egg on my burger? Do I want extra substance for no reason? No. Give me the yolk. I want the yolk. If you give me anything that's, oh, we do fried egg, but it's over medium or hard, get it out of here. I don't want it. Don't bother. Maybe Save they're your trying resources. To tell you the yolk's on you. <laughs> <laughs> that was the old head Ed <laughs> moment of the show. what happens see now he's gonna die what happens there's one occurrence on every episode and that was it we got that out of the way so go ahead the yolk is definitely uh, wow that was great I just beautiful so now I don't have to add the claps later you do not have to (laughs) so yeah pretty much uh, what should we call it if I ask for a fried egg, it's over want, easy. Yeah. I want it runny. Yes. Okay. Bacon. That could be considered tomato. a condiment as well. Why not? Put that on the top five. I'll have to actually look at my list. I kind of just see if there's room for a. I was one. hoping that since I just made up the idea of a list, now I wouldn't have to add anything to it. But now I have a serious list I need to make later. There you go. So uh, we're gonna have to get on that. But uh, oh yeah, no breakfast burgers are definitely the way to go. Mac and cheese. Okay. Mac and cheese is the vibe. I'm as a side. Talking, right? As. Or as a main? Yeah, as a side. Because in terms of pasta as a main dish, I wouldn't have just mac and cheese and like some crumbles or anything. It'd have to be some protein in it. Um, Yeah, protein. But like even so, as like a main dish, mac and cheese is just not... It's not it. It's not your job. Your job for mac and cheese is to be in addition to. There you go. You don't have mac and cheese and then your side is the PB&J. No, 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 no. The PB&J... Then it's the mac and cheese. Wow. I'm 21 years old. I still enjoy myself some PB&J and mac and cheese. If anyone has a problem with PB&J and mac and cheese, I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to see you outside for this. I'm going to have to see you outside for this. Nothing hits more between the hours of 12 a.m. to 5 a.m. with my last part of my day than some PB&J and mac and cheese. <laughs> All right? It's the ultimate comfort right there. <laughs> what do you mean? It's so horrible. That sounds bad. What are you talking about? You know, get yourself a little seltzer, mac peanut, and cheese, peanut butter and jelly, yeah, and a sandwich, and then you, and then so you're. That's the white part of the family coming out in me. I apologize. Wait, it's, okay, so you, so you bite into this peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then as you as you work that. Yeah. You, As you work that down, then you lean over and you... Oh, no, 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 not while I'm, like, have oh, okay. it in my mouth. I, I have to take the sandwich, no, 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 swallow, I'm saying, yeah, no, exactly. and, then, and then... But that's what I'm saying, is that you're alternating. That's yeah. what I was trying to get to. So you're alternating between a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, bites of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, yeah. swallowing that, and then going over to mac and cheese, and then... Yeah. And then going back to peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. 
I mean, listen, wow. when I was in that, school, yeah. now we're learning. When I was at school, they thought it was a good idea to feed me a fake hamburger and chocolate milk at 11 a.m. I think this is not the worst food combination I've ever had in my life. Okay. All right. <laughs> Point taken. Can, can you believe that kids go to school and have hamburgers and chocolate milk at 11 a.m. for a meal? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I believe it. That's. I, I, I willingly accepted that in my life. I was content <laughs> with a burger and sometimes a cheeseburger, which, oh my God, that reminds me. This is to be the big story for the segment. Okay. Sixth grade. <laughs> cheeseburger day. It was like a Tuesday, I want to say. We all sit down. My class, it was my third period because we had the earliest lunch. And we're sitting there and I'm sitting there with my friend and we're going, we're just, you know, I don't even remember what we were talking about. We are probably talking about like the, the latest Naruto chapters we were reading because our school had a manga section. And sure enough, we just hear, ah, out of nowhere. We look, we're like, yo, what's going on? A buddy of mine, he's like, what the heck? Something's up with my sandwich. I'm like, what are you talking about? He means something's up with my sandwich. Besides the fact that it's a school launch. I mean, you can't really ask for too much there. He opens, he takes out the top bun and looks at the bite he just took. Plastic. They left the plastic on oh, the geez. cheese. <laughs> For the cheeseburger. This man almost ate plastic. It was a do-it-yourself. And it's like, our, that was so many levels of concerning that the school, whoever was working the lunch line that day just forgot to take the cheese off the cheeseburger. It's a, it's a critical step. It's, <clears throat> listen, I don't know my food pyramid. I know that there's there's grains, there's meats, veggie fruit. Oil and dairy. dairy. Did I missing one? Did I say everything? Well, it's, it's it's tough because food groups in the in the pyramid are two different things. But oh, yeah, you're, you're yeah. The point is, four food groups are in the oh, pyramid. For, in, in the food group or in the pyramid, plastic does plastic not belong. Does not exist. <laughs> plastic does not belong. No human should be eating that. That was. Oh my god, that was one of the funniest, but also most concerning days of my middle school career. It's kind of like yo, they just kind of. Left plastic on my cheeseburger. Like I, I didn't eat the rest of my cheeseburger that day. I went, I finished the rest of the day hungry because I'm like I'm not eating this anymore. <laughs> I don't know what they put on it. I don't know what they forgot to take off of it. Oh man, I was going somewhere and then that story came up and now I'm just like completely lost. <laughs> you know what? That means it's time for another voicemail. Voicemail. Okay, Eddie. Congratulations on your podcast, Old Head Ed. And by the way, uh, just don't keep calling me for just uh, down at Kendall, all right? Um, I'm glad uh, it's been one year, and uh, I guess you enjoyed it because you continue on for one year. And for all those... Uh, you got cut off there. Uh, you know, old people. Oh, shout <laughs> <to> you, uh, <laughs> the shout, older head. Shout to, yes, yes. Juan, yes, definitely. Juan Garcia. Um, he's, uh, he's, he's, he is my oldest guest. He was my, he's my oldest guest. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he was in, re- he's in retirement, retired dude. I was always interested in, you know, what life would look like for someone when they reach retirement. He was, uh, he was kind enough to sit down and talk with me and, um, <laughs> he told the story about the bike trip that never actually happened. Oh. Um, if y'all want to check that out. But yeah, but that's Juan. Juan is, uh, yeah, he, <laughs> He's a uh, he's the real solid dude, and I def- definitely Juan. I will call you more often than just when I'm in Kendall. 
Um, when I'm in North Miami Beach, I'll call you as well. <laughs> when I'm out in uh, Dania Beach, I'll call you as well. But shouts to you. Thanks for calling. I appreciate that. That's so dope, Juan. Dope. Want to do another one? Let's do another one. Another verse. I love okay. these things. Here you go. <laughs> hey there, it's Alex uh, from Bruce Beats and uh, Eats back earlier last year. Now I'm in uh, West Virginia. It's been a while since uh, we've talked last in Florida. Still uh, big on the whole Transedia music scene in terms of uh, hip-hop. Planning on uh, listening to the new, uh, I believe, Eminem album that came out. So I still got to get on that. With everything going on in the world, it's been kind of crazy. So uh, while I'm stuck in quarantine, while I'm away from work on my weekends, might be a good idea to uh, listen to that. In terms of uh, any of the brews, got a few... Uh, cool local breweries in town that I still have to check out. I've been lagging behind when it comes to uh, some of the uh, local spots here, but nothing like a good uh, coffee-flavored stout to get you by. If not, uh, they got the cheap mass-produced beers that are <laughs> doing just fine uh, in these tough times. And uh, yeah, just uh, hope everything's going fine. Congratulations, by the way, on the one-year anniversary. Awesome. Hope Hopefully, uh, the viewership continues to expand, and hopefully you have a great time down south. And uh, when everything uh, hopefully clears away with the virus, uh, hopefully more and more people can get out and about and, you know, just enjoy what life has to offer. Otherwise, stay safe. Love you, and uh, talk to you soon. Yes, dope, dope. Alex, the resident meteorologist. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you so much, Alex. Love to you, too. Um, yep, out of West Virginia. He took the time when he was here in South Florida before he took that journey to West Virginia and uh, sat down with me and we talked. We discussed a lot of, uh, a lot of again, memories. <clears throat> and um, and we shared beers, talked beers. So that's cool. I'm glad to hear that he's up there um, out and about a little bit and uh, enjoying both craft beers and the mass-produced ones. But uh, <laughs> since, since we officially know a meteorologist, do you ask about the weather as many times as I ask him about the weather? Like, I'm nah. like, I, I don't even, sometimes I don't look at Google for my weather. I just I text him like, hey, what's the weather <laughs> over here? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I guess that's, that's one of the benefits of having a, a meteorologist in the family. You could do that. Um, but for the most part, I, I don't know, I guess it would be... During times of travel, I'd probably that's when I would probably apply that the most. Where it's like, hey, I'm gonna be driving from point A to point B. It's like, mm-hmm. what's the weather gonna be like? Uh, yeah, that's probably the most part. Uh, yeah, but one. yo, Alex, thanks again. Thanks again for reaching out, man. I appreciate, I appreciate the voicemail definitely, and uh, look forward to um, making my way back up to West Virginia. Uh, beautiful state when we was up there, and uh, uh, we didn't get to see enough. It was on a short term basis. We had to rush back because that was right around. That was the same weekend that Dorian was um, oh, yeah. was was uh, intended to hit South Florida. Quite so we kind of cut the trip short, but uh, definitely got to get back up and and you know get a do over in and really get to witness the beauty of West Virginia. Oh, I just remembered since he was the voicemail. Did you guys talk about the ghost pepper story? The ghost pepper store? Yeah. Oh, um, I don't remember. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh, I remember. Man. I don't remember discussing that on the uh, on the on the, the previous episode. No. Now I'm wondering: should I, I let him tell it, or should I? I'm, I'm not even gonna tell it. I'm just gonna give you what my perspective was. Okay. Watching yes. this happen, this guy I've never seen before. He's cooking our food, which usually what happens. You don't usually see who cooks your food when you go to restaurants. So this man, oh, it's Japan, and it's like one of the hibachi places. Right? Yeah. He's doing his tricks, he's doing all that. And he comes, he says, hey, I got my own hot sauce. 
and I believe it was like a ghost pepper kind of sauce, or was it like something? Dark it was pepper? a ghost pepper. It was a ghost pepper sauce. This was before Carolina Reaper and uh, before all those like like super crazy. Yeah, yeah, ones. like like the ghost, ghost pepper, pepper was, the, was the one. Yes, was the king. And I remember Alex thinking, you know, thinking he's hot stuff, not knowing he's about to be hot stuff. Uh, it's like you know what. I'm gonna try it, and me, I'm, I suffer at a mild Slim Jim, okay? Like, I'm not a hot food person, I'm not a spicy food person. Like, I, buffalo, after two bites, I, you can see the sweat around my nose. Or the tears. The te- it's just, I, I swear it's just sweat, I swear it's just sweat. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so, um, yeah, basically he's like, you know what, I want two. I want, so is it two drops? Yes. Yeah. Drops. drops. I want two, two drops. Two drops. I don't think I've ever seen that man cry <laughs> as much as he did that day because it was way too much. And then what was it? He tried the broccoli. He went to get some broccoli to cool it off. And instead of eating the stalk, he ate the bush, which doesn't help at all. I think it actually makes the it worse. Fl- yeah. Is the bush of the broccoli or is it the flower of the broccoli? The, uh, the floret. It's the, like, yeah, the top part. The, the, the tr- what they consider the, the tree part. The of tree the part of the broccoli. What kids call the tree part of the broccoli. And it just made it worse. And he I, he almost caused a scene, like just hopping around, whatever, in his chair. Yeah. Trying to, yeah. Oh, that was fantastic. I love yeah. I love every second of that. Me being the younger brother and looking at him like, ha now you're, oh man, I loved every second of it. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, so that, that, was a, that was a moment there. Um, yeah, Alex was uh, asked if he if he enjoyed hot foods, and um, I don't think he. I know for sure he didn't know what he was, you know, walking himself into. Not a clue. So when, I didn't know so, what he was walking into. So when the chef uh, asked him whether he wanted two drops or one or how many drops he wanted, um, you know, he's thinking that okay, I can handle two drops, maybe of like a. A Tabasco sauce, or something. <laughs> but that's not what was waiting for him. Yes, yeah, some Cholula. Um, it was actually two drops of uh, of a homemade ghost pepper hot sauce, um, and the drops were they weren't even the amount that comes out of a bottle of hot sauce. <laughs> These drops were were what you would okay. Let's say if you were to take a stirring straw for a coffee. Oh, and you put the finger then, on top? And you put your finger on top in the sauce, and then you drop... It was the equivalent of two drops from a, a, a stirring uh, oh, straw man, for coffee. And, yeah, it, it, it did a number on him. He was... Yeah, he was sweating, crying, a little bit of everything. But, <laughs> but shouts to you. You, you. you manned up. You did it. You, you challenged yourself to something you didn't even know you was going <laughs> to... You were going to challenge yourself with. And to be fair, I would never even take one drop of that. So that's already miles above. Exactly. So shouts to you. Much applause. Much love. And thanks again for calling in with the voicemail. And what was the last spot we went out for a good burger? Man, it's it's been a while. Hard segue. I'm sorry. But I had to mention this. Um, Because I remember one of the last newer places that we went to was, I think, Habit Burger that was opened up right Habit there. Burger. Haven't been there in ages. I want to go back. Yeah. Habit Man. Burger was there. We got we got, we got to hunt another burger. Yeah. Uh, well, the last place we had a burger at together, I know for sure, was the Tucker Dukes. Tucker, du- mm, Tucker Dukes classic. Man. Yeah. Do we go to Tucker Dukes? Uh, or did I go to Tucker Dukes around last time's podcast? Because last uh, time, I know the thing we talked about mm. was a direct to Philly. Yeah, direct to Philly. I don't think I've been to. Uh, I went to Tucker Dukes at that time. No, because that was uh, before. That, okay. We had, oh, that was during your spring break when we went to direct from Philly, and then mm. I think we might have hit up Tucker Dukes before then. It just wasn't the 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 last thing 
that we had had and discussed there. Yeah, because... But I, we've been there twice, I think two or three times since then. Listen, we want to talk about breakfast burgers. You want to talk... First of all, Tucker Dukes does it right. The egg is over easy. It has the yolk. All right? I just want to make that abundantly... I there have, will be no physical altercations because they'll get it right. <laughs> they'll get it Apparently. right. They will get it right. Tucker Dukes will get it right. But man, when, when they come up to your the table... And there's a knife in your burger. Like dead center. <laughs> like, did they, like, who was back there that they had to slaughter literally in that moment to provide me that burger? Like, that was, it, it, yeah, a mammoth undertaking yes. to deliver that. It was like, not even lettuce, it had like some like spinach greens on it. I think it's it like was. a mixed greens, yeah. Like a mixed greens on it. Mmm. Damn. It's Yes. Uh, I, Classic. I can't Another talk place you should write the check because because oh. we're, we're giving a lot of advertisement here. Oh but hey, for a good I burger, can't. Tucker Dukes, check it out. I can't talk about food when I'm hungry, guys. This no. is a bad idea. No, it turns into this. <laughs> this is it. I, oh, my God. Is there anything else in terms of food that I need to... I'm trying to think of any new foods I've tried. Not that many that no. I think of. I think my, most of my experimentation well, is done you, by now. Well, when yeah, and when you lock in favorites or when you find... The go-tos, there's really no reason to experiment. Except with the pizza. Okay. There's, uh, pizza is a, new th- is a thing I've been experimenting with. I know y'all are used to your marinara, your tomato sauce. But have y'all tried barbecue sauce for your pizza? That's, That's your base. That's That's saying, that, is, that is a thing. That is a thing, for sure. So like, the question is, who would enjoy... Who enjoys barbecue sauce on your pizza more than spaghetti sauce? Well, for, some people don't know that they, they can use barbecue sauce. They only think of tomato sauce because okay. a lot of people do that. But barbecue sauce, put some chicken and pepperoni. Grilled chicken and pepperoni on a barbecue sauce-based pizza. Huh. Changes your life. It changes your life forever. Another pizza I forever, recommend. Ever? Forever, ever, <laughs> Changes your life forever. And most importantly, back to the fried egg. Back to the over easy egg. What's this place called? La Fontana? La Fontana. La Fontana. Coral Springs. Shouts to y'all. Has Cut the check. Cut it. And they have a pizza, like a breakfast pizza with bacon. It's the carbonara, I think it is. The carbonara. Bacon, you know, regular uh, pasta sauce and all that. With a fried egg smack in the middle. Over easy. You take your little square, you take a little piece, you dip it in the egg. Change Changes your life. Changes Goodness. your life. Go do it. Can do it. Even if you're at home, if you get like a Papa John's pizza, if you get a Domino's, oh, first of all, don't get a Papa Domino's pizza. If you get a Papa John's pizza, a Pizza Hut pizza, just, just crack an egg on your stove real quick, make a quick over easy egg, and then throw it on top of your pizza. Then when you take your slices out, dip it into the yolk. Changes your life. You're welcome. Damn. You're welcome. Also, don't get Domino's. Don't do that. You're <laughs> Domino's. Don't get Domino's. There goes our sponsor. There goes. Wait, you have a th- uh-huh. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's one. You're not sponsored by the Papa. No, Papa's one year later. One year later. I don't know. Papa's in the house. You're not gonna tell me that Domino's above Papa. No, no, that no, definitely okay. not that. As I'm just saying. I don't know about. I don't know if Papa's welcome in my house. Um, he has certain views that Obviously I don't agree with. Obviously not the legitimate Papa. Okay, I'm talking okay. about the brand's Papa, Papa John's. Okay, Papa's yeah. in the house. I don't know the guy. Why would I let him in my well, house? It's going to be another while before Papa's in the house because we don't have an NBA season to get 50% off when the Heat win. Oh my, so, you're right! No! So that's the end of that. And before we cause any more grief to my guest, let's get into this voicemail. Please. <laughs> And brighten the mood a little bit. Okay. 
So, what to say? You did it. You had an idea, a great idea, and you made it happen. Three things people can relate to and talk about easily. Food, music, and beer. It's brilliant, really. There are not enough words to express how happy I am for you and can't think of anyone else more deserving. I love you. You're my best friend and an amazing father, and I wish for you an abundance of success. And I hope it continues to grow. I look forward to more of the podcast, and I can't wait to see where this journey takes you. Cheers. Oh, wow. The first lady of Bruce Beats and Eats. Yes. Shouts to you, Aisha. Thank you so much. That means a lot. That was very, very touching. That's beautiful. More than uh, <laughs> more, more, a lot of words and, and everyone chosen carefully and beautifully. I appreciate that. Um, that was great. You did better than you thought you were. I know, I know you as a person that doesn't like to leave voicemails. Oh, and mean. and for someone who doesn't, you did a hell of a job. That was great. That was great. Greatly appreciated. I, I so give it dope. twelve out of eleven gulps. So dope. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, great. It's great to hear. Um, that's one of the things that I <clears throat> that I tried to do with the podcast was um, have a female perspective. Uh, she was the very first female perspective. Did a hell of a job. And, uh, and, and with that, you know, I try to continue that same frame of mind where I have, uh, females on the show that are come from a, a, you know, they're, they're strong willed and, and they have their own ideas when it comes to stuff, their own, they're opinionated in their own right when it comes to beer, music and food. So that's great. Um, shouts to all the women that have been so kind as to take the time and sit down and talk it up with me. Um, some of them, uh, I didn't know from anywhere. And they were still willing to, you know, take the time and do this. And some of them I've knew, I've known for years. Um, man, so much love. Thank you again. Uh, yeah, definitely motivational words, and they'll help me uh, continue this quest and 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 grow this quest. So for sure, thank you so much, and love to you too. And March is Women's History Month. Look at that timing. Timing. Everything cosmos. Everything aligns. When it <laughs> Everything <needs to>. aligns. <laughs> So, uh, desserts, you want to run down desserts real quick? Oh, man. Desserts, desserts, desserts. I actually have uh, talked about extensively, I don't know about this podcast, but Honey Buns. <laughs> yes, you did. I did talk about Honey Buns. You talked about I Honey Buns. I definitely talked about Honey Buns. Honey Buns are still up there. <laughs> um, chocolate, cov- chocolate, anything, devil's food, like, you know, deep chocolate. I want to talk about chocolate cake, chocolate frosting in the middle, chocolate on top, and chocolate chips. That's a lot of chocolate. It's a lot of chocolate. It's a great trip to the bathroom later, too. <sighs> It's uh, let's see what else we got. Lemon cake, lemon cake. It, it's a very tonally different from mega chocolate. Yeah, but you, you always appreciate a good uh, lemon cake. Okay. Let's see. Uh, there's like a cinnamon loaf cakes at my job. They provide sometimes cinnamon loaf cake. Cinnamon that's pretty loaf great. Cake. That's mm. pretty great too. Um, and of course, at the time I worked at Dairy King, I no longer work there. But uh, if I can't say of any of the positives, it was from my experience there. A discounted uh, Snickerdoodle cookie dough blizzards. <laughs> That was... Is, now, is that a regular item men, uh, menu item or something? No, that's usually their seasonals. Ah. So during the fall and a little bit of winter, that's when they have the Snickerdoodle cookie dough. Unless they made it an all-time one. Snickerdoodle cookie dough. Yeah. Snickerdoodle cookie dough, some cinnamon, uh, vanilla ice cream. Uh, if I don't go with that, I usually get the uh, chocolate extreme, which again is just chocolate, 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 chocolate. Also the cookie jar. Cookie dough. Oh, cookie dough. Listen, I know we all we've all <laughs> done that thing. Where we, we really shouldn't, but we take the cookie dough, we take the raw cookie dough, we start munching on it. 
As long as you do it in moderation and it's not like macadamia nut, you should be fine. <laughs> you know, regular chocolate chip cookie dough is not going to kill you if you have like two squares. Macadamia nut, though, I would be careful. Uh, <laughs> nut allergies. Nut allergies, yes, very, very important. But yeah, no, there's definitely a point in time when I was, my last year at UCF, where I would, <laughs> we actually had, me and some friends, I was visiting a friend's apartment and uh, we definitely had a little bit of a game of tag because someone decided to steal the cookie dough. Huh. And we ran around the apartment trying to pretty much tackle this guy down so we can all get some squares of raw cookie dough that we shouldn't be eating. That was a fun time. Oh, wow. No one got hurt. No one, no one got hurt in it. No one got sick afterwards from the cookie dough. Someone got sick for other reasons. But, uh, you know, it was great times. And uh, I actually think I have. we still have some cookie dough in the freezer that I might want to thaw out. We uh, have a square or two. Who knows? After this. So. Yeah, that's a... Well, I- I could tell you're hungry, cause you're <laughs> you're considering eating cookie dough again. Yeah, raw cookie dough. Um, man, this is this is an experience, definitely. This was definitely. It's a little bit of everything. The one year anniversary episode, uh, we got to actually sit down with my very first inaugural guest and try the beers. I would like to have said the first two times, but circumstances had to come an audible. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Correct. You know, but we you know we ride with it. It's okay. What number two? Second. On the You're second? the second part two. Second part two. Actually, that has a better ring to it. Two two. You know the what? Two two. I'll own it. The two two I'll two. Own it. Is that- there you go. Excellent. So um, we got to know a little. We got to catch up with him because we got to know him last time. We got to catch up catch up with him this time around. We got to you know uh, find out X's taste when it comes to beers. Um, he ran down his playlist. Um, where can they find this playlist? Can they can subscribe if they go to Spotify? Where, where can um, they find you? I don't know if I actually have it set to public, but if okay. you do follow on Instagram at Venora underscore Seo, V-A-N-O-R-A underscore S-E-O, much easier than Apotheosize X was a long time ago. <laughs> Correct. I decided to streamline. Uh, I will post up a link to it okay. so that people can uh, check out what's going on. And let's see... Also on Twitter, same thing. I streamlined everything. Venora underscore Seo, SEO. Um, also on Twitch, still stream on there from time to time. You will catch my IGTV videos of clips. And whenever I do go live, you do follow those social medias and you will be notified for all the great times that we had and the uh, much less filtered perspective on a lot of things in case that's your style. Dope, dope. You know what we do at this point in time? There it is, Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast. As always, I'd like to thank my guests this time around, X, for taking the time sitting down and talking it up with me. I'd like to thank you, the listener, for tuning in. Yes, tuning in for a full year. We made it. And uh, listening to me rant and, and maybe sometimes make sense and sometimes not make sense. If you want to keep up with me, it's Bruce Beats, the letter N, Eats, the podcast on IG. The same goes for the Twitter. The Gmail's Bruce Beast, the letter N eats. If you enjoyed what you heard, tell a friend. If you didn't enjoy it, tell an enemy. Tell somebody. I mean, it's a year in. That's got to count for something. Um, it's all streaming platforms Spotify, Anchor, Castbox, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, so on and so forth. Um, before we wrap it up, though, there's one last voicemail. So. Without a further ado, let's get into this last voicemail. And always, thank you guys again. It's been a fun year. Looking forward to doing this a lot more. Looking forward to adding different elements to this. Um, things are in the works. 
I appreciate everybody who's tuned in for this long, and thank you so much. Here we go. I'll see you guys next week. Man, talk about amazing, amazing, amazing. These times life show is what I call it, man. Brews, beats, eats, life. I can't thank y'all enough. This your boy South Florida's very own quick poet. And it was a pleasure and an honor to be, you know, one of the featured folks on now, artists or hosts across the board of anything that I've had an opportunity or been given an opportunity of in my life. To have a platform like that supporting people is amazing. It's amazing. We need much more of the type of action like this, you know, going on on your show globally. Because that's what life's about. It's about support, loving each other, you know, trying out new things in the world, you know, meeting new people and evolving as one. And I want to thank y'all so much, so much, so much for the love and opportunity I had. It was such a blast, man, such a blast. And coming up in the future, as usual, many things flow, floetic on the list for you. If you want to know anything going on as far as when it comes to Floetry, Flow for Me Entertainment, LLC, and the Quick to Love Foundation, you can easily find us at the following, www, and that is dot, F-L-O, the number four, M-E, dot com. Or you can hit us up at any of our emails. And here's three options for you. You have quickthepoet at yahoo.com, spelled how it's supposed to be spelled. Quick two, as in the number two, love, L-O-V-E, foundation, I-N-C, at gmail.com. Or last but definitely not least, pioneering email, floetry, that's F-L-O-E-T-R, Y E N T L L C and that's at gmail dot com to fly and find out all things floetic moving on into the future. So many more things to come. I have a book release coming, <laughs> CDs on deck, uh, downloads on deck, everything you can possibly name name of and you can think of. And most folks want to know when the next mega flows are coming, next car rides, all of those you can find online as well. The next potential. Date and it looks like flow apocalypse. It's still going to be loaded for July 11th, 2020. Um, if any changes come, of course, with all of the challenges that's going on out there in the world, we'll definitely let you know. But please stay tuned. Stay tuned to us. We'll stay tuned to you. Be the life. Y'all keep going. Y'all already know the deal. I love you all to life. Honor that opportunity. I cannot wait to get back and rock with you all again on the loving tip. Welcome back to life, and the rest of yours is up. Flow from me. <laughs>